What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's the one and only, your girl, T. Nicole, back at it with another segment of Tea Talk. I know it's been a minute, just been crazy stuff been going on these past few weeks, and, you know, I definitely had to hop on the mic tonight because I have a lot of stuff to get off my chest that's been on my mind, on my heart real heavy, and I definitely want to speak on it, and this is a really serious um topic, and I'm definitely getting to the real, like, because this really has to be talked about, Um, especially, it needs to be talked about more, and I swear I'm going to be an advocate about it, and I'm going to keep talking and talking until s- there's change, and it's about mental health, like, mental health is truly real, people suffer it, um, with it on a daily basis, I also am someone that suffers from it, but I feel like this has to be a discussion and I feel like I'm gonna go deep I'm gonna be real you know how me I, I just talk and I go with the flow so whatever comes out my mouth what comes out my mouth but it just it needs to be talked about it needs to be listened regardless who is listening to me I just hope I could help one person or somebody hears it because this really needs to be a discussion so sit back and you know I usually say you know sit back at your wine get your liquor get your hookah do whatever but I really feel like you really need to pay attention on this one right now because this is really some it's really serious it's really affecting our community it's affecting people's lives and livelihoods so we really need to really discuss about this so um sit back and this is a segment of mental health with your girl T Nicole with another segment of T Talk <laughs> Hey y'all, it's your girl Tina Cole. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday night on another segment of Tea Talk. You know, I haven't been on lately. Like I said, you know, I'm doing a lot of ventures, new ventures when it comes to my son's clothing line. I'm also, also you're about to see me branch out more of my podcast and also teaming up with somebody to launch out that. Also learning how to EP. I'm just doing, I'm just wearing a lot of hats and, um, basically, um, so I'm sorry I haven't been on here, but that's best believe, you know, I still got my platform that I'm trying to develop, but I really, really, really want to hop on the mic tonight because, you know, something's been really been heavy on my heart for the past few weeks, and now something happened this week, and I'm dedicating this this segment to um, a f- friend I went to school with, Sewell, Sewell Summers. Um, he is another one that took his own life um, um, this week, which was a big shocker because, you know, he was very handsome. I, he, he was very handsome. I did have a crush on him in middle school. I'm not going to lie. But then, you know, like I said, you know, we were on friends on social media, you know, like we like how it is right now. We just all see each other on social media, what we doing, like comment here and there. But he seemed cool. He was a dad, you know, very you know all that other stuff and just to hear like he I heard saw like RIPs but I didn't want to believe it until I went on this page and then 
when I found out what happened to me, automatically I'm thinking, oh my God, he got shot and killed. Oh my God, the gun violence. But then when I heard that he took his own life, that really hurt me because it's like, what? I say, when he posts stuff, like he'd be hyped, like, you know, he's obsessed with dogs, his kids. And, you know, he just reached out to me maybe a, a week before. Yeah, like a week um, and hit me up because I had posted something about my son's brand. And he was like, yo, you should be proud of yourself. You're a great mom. You're a dope mom. You know, tell the young king to keep pushing. He was like, I'm going to look on the website. I'm going to support. I'm going to buy a t-shirt. And I'm just like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your support. Like, you know, he's like, no problem, queen. Like, keep doing what you're doing. You know, you're doing your thing as a single mom. And I really appreciate that. And then it's like, just to hear that, you know, he took his own life because at the end of the day, you know, this is really what's killing me. Like, you never know what a person is going through you don't know what a person what demons they are fighting we all have demons that we are fighting and some some it get to the point that we can't even take and it just really it kills me because I really am very sensitive when it comes to mental health because I don't play about that because I I'm not afraid to admit that I suffer from mental health and that's the problem us in the black community is scared to admit that we have um mental health issues because um our black community our own people frown upon us and look at us look at us like we're crazy oh you're this you're that there's no such thing you don't need to be talking to no therapist you don't need to do that like we've been frowned upon and I feel like that because I I dealt with that with my family a lot I got family members that don't believe in mental health don't believe oh you should talk to somebody don't believe that you should you should do this but then when you snap off or you pop off then then you you crazy you you the crazy one you 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 single-handedly are called like oh the drama and it's not even about drama it's that you're dealing with a lot of hurt and pain and no one is listening to you like and I feel like that it's like if people stop being so judgmental listen and just shut up and just see what you could do like all number somebody needs is a listening ear and the simple fact that he did it on on like didn't know and he didn't have nobody to talk to you know, it, that's sad. Like, nobody saw this coming. Like, he just did it with, and it just was like, what, what? And now you got family hurt like they didn't see it coming. Like, you know, this is not the first time I had my girlfriend, her her um brother, you know, he had mental health issues. But, you know, they didn't, his family didn't take it seriously until he took his own life. Like, you know, and what's killing me about it is, you know, with me, suffer mental health I do look up and research about it because you know I need to know the signs what I'm dealing with or if my son or anybody that's around me that's dealing with so I know how to do it because we're so quick to be like oh you're crazy you're this this or that like you never know what somebody's going through I mean yes some mental health you just have to sometimes it could be dangerous you have to do it from afar but when people like to throw that shit in your face like when you get mad I think that's corny as fuck because that happened to me like like I said I had family that made this seem like I'm crazy I had someone that I called like a sister or whatever she knew I had it and then as soon as we beef she on on social media you know mocking things that you know occurred to me that made me have my mental health with this whack of shit people like that 
And if someone does commit their suicide, I feel like that person is just as bad as pulling the trigger or killing them yourself. Because if you provoking a person that just feels alone and you're provoking and they do something, you're just as guilty. You might as well put the trigger in hand. You killed them yourself because you're a bullying, you're a judgmental, you think you're better than anybody, you're not. Period. You never know what somebody's going through. So I just feel like you either, if you don't like that person, shut the fuck up and keep it moving. All that social media, internet, internet gangster shit, knowing damn well you ain't gonna do nothing. Just leave it alone. Do you? We don't fuck with each other. Just keep your name out out of each other's mouth. But don't sit here and run on the internet talking about, oh, she's still panties. Oh, she's still, she this, then that. You, like, act like you picture perfect. Bitch, you done a lot of shit. But you know what? I grown because at the end of the day, like I said, I said my piece. She didn't want to square up. She wanted to bring other bitches up in here and want to square up. Like, that's the that's the, that's a bitch-ass move. And I don't condone motherfuckers like that. Just like my son's grandma. She mocked my mental health for so many but me trying to be the bigger person you know for the sake of my son I, I allowed it and I didn't allow it like I put her in check but I allowed her to keep coming back in my son's life but now I recently just found out within these this past week or a couple weeks or so that she's been mocking my mental health to my son you know showing my son text messages that should not been said like this way lady is 54 years old she's already been put my son in adult drama like gossip to to my son like she's he's one of his girlfriends i'm like he's 10 like you know my son coming to me telling me about my my dad beats other baby mom i'm like and i'm telling my like my my son telling me i said i don't care i don't know none of them i don't have communication them ain't no relationship they live two hours away this is our household i said you shouldn't be knowing that i should know the best i don't care your grandma shouldn't be telling you that and then it's like She's really, something's definitely wrong with her. So that's why I'm not going to sit here and try to mock her. I'm just going to pray for her that she owns up to her stuff. And that's because she's toxic. That's why I had to make that decision to remove her. Because it's like, you know, she she puts my son in adult business. But as soon as my son want to express his feelings, like, you know, oh, my dad, this. She'd be like, stay in a child's place. And then got his uncle all up in the mix, you know behind the scenes want to talk and do this and do this and telling me to own up to stuff like i don't have to own up to nothing the only thing i'm owning up is to fact that my son your uh, your your grandson and your nephew is well taken care of none of y'all do nothing none of y'all pay a bill in this house y'all don't you make sure the light um my light stay on the cables on you know food is in the house he's getting his back and forth to school transportation school meetings school none of that none of y'all doing that so i feel like y'all have no voice or opinion and and i'm grown y'all can't tell me what to do tell me to own up to shit you all the bullshit y'all did all the stuff i seen no y'all not gonna keep coming at me in my beautiful castle where i'm the one that's taking care of anything now if you pay a bill then we can talk but other than that your your brother and your son don't do shit and if i don't deal with him i don't have to deal with y'all y'all disrespectful and y'all always want to come at me and i always want to gotta be the bigger person but there's no respect and i'm done with the respect being kind also fucks up with your mental health when you're trying so hard to be the bigger person and trying to be nice and they don't even give you halfway that that shit fuck starts fucking with you and that shit was fucking with me for a little bit because for the past two weeks like the, the past couple of two weeks i was in a depression because i was so upset like because this is years of it and it's like nobody wants to take blame 
like I swear to God on his uncle or I swear to God on everything like I'm trying to I'm trying to like be very more spiritual and not try to be on a violent type but his family really put, pisses me off and they are so lucky they're two hours away and I feel like that's the only reason why they try to do that like I would have been got Caleb and his brother smacked out like I don't even deal with my son's father like he's a deadbeat we can we can never co-parent i try to co-parent with him and he always tries to make it about us it's like no there's no us what are you going to do to step up and help out when be of dad no you just want to go off and be with the next bitch and then lie on my fucking name 33 years old i got more than you at 29 my son got more than you at 11 but you always disrespected me and then his uncle don't know shit and it's like these people can't be adults my child is a minor. I'm his mother. At the end of the day, you don't have to like me, but you're going to respect me. But since these motherfuckers don't want to respect me, it's a fucking rap. Because at the end of the day, now that I found out that y'all was sharing some information to my son that you shouldn't have never done, that really just crossed the line. My mental health is my mental health, and that's something that I have to deal with. You don't show my son no text messages that I get my son to look against me and make it seem like something's wrong with his mom. My son is very aware, but at the end of the day, I still get up every day. I still go to work. I still grind. I still put a smile on my face. I still make sure my son is good. Just mental health don't define us. We can do it. But people like them, like Tamara Winslow and Caleb Winslow, all them fucking Winslow, they're the reason why people is fucked up. I mean, Tamara Winslow, she already got issues of her own, and we're not going to speak of that, about that. But I pray to God, because I don't want to stoop to her level, because I know she's been through some shit. That re- that's the reason why she's fucked up right now. But she's a hypocrite, knowing that she's been through some shit, sat on my couch, sat on my phone, late nights talking about a whole bunch of shit about her family, about stuff that happened to her. And I pray that she gets the help that she needs, because what she's doing to her grandson is not right. And it, to do it look like I want to take my 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 son, I'm not no bitter baby mom. I'm not a bitter anything. I'm a mother. I'm, I'm all for my son. Do you think I want to do that? But at the end of the day, I have to cross the line somewhere. You can't keep bringing toxic negativity in your life. I am manifesting into something bright for me and my son's future. I am trying to. I'm overcoming a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of disappointments that I've been dealing with for several, several years. And I'll be damn sure if anybody's going to take me down. My own father did it. My own family did it. I've been been. I've been going through hell for years, all of my 20s. And I'm telling you, my last year of my 20s, I'm not dealing with them more. I'm going in my 30s, living my best life, not worried about what people think about me, what no one says. Like, that's why I cut everybody off, family members. I only talk to my sister here and there. I feel like if you, and it's sad, I don't even talk to my grandma no more. And my grandma was in my heart and joy. But if you come to me with the bullshit, like, I'm not going to deal with it. All I have to focus is on me and my son. And my biggest thing is getting my mental health together. I, I, I have depression. I have anxiety. Yes, I had suicidal thoughts. I shoot. I'd even attempt to commit suicide before because my dad and them, they pushed me to the edge so bad where I didn't want to live. Then what to make it worse, I got into relationships that were even worse. I dated people just like my dad. It's like, I don't know what it's like to be loved by a man. But I know I can give love because I gave love to all the wrong people for years. And all it did was hurt me, hurt me. 
It's like, I, damn, like, you know, I'm sweet. I'm, I can do this. I have potential. I have dreams. I, I just want someone on my level, but I, can, I never met a man that was on my level. You know, they talk that good game, but then they, they have a motive. They get what they want, and then, then bam, they treat you like shit. I gave my, uh, someone who I was my best friend my, my love. I mean, no, it wasn't perfect. We both have our issues. He can claim he don't have issues, but he has issues too. And I'm going to pray for him as well. Like at the end of the day, he act like he don't do nothing wrong. That's cool. At the end of the day, that's cool. But he not going to sit here and tell me what I'm going to do because I'm going to work on myself at the end of the day. I can sleep well at night because I pray, I manifest, I meditate. I do what I have to do. I'm healed. I'm healing from the, all the situation. So at the end of the day, I it's just... It hurts. It just really, really, really hurts. Like, people don't understand the effects of mental health. It's not just, you know, depression. Yes, it's depression. It's, you know, feeling alone. Like, you could be in, a in like, a room full of people, but you still feel alone. And I know that feeling. But to me, it's like, the reason I feel like I'm still here is because of my son. But then it's crazy because I had a friend who had a daughter. And she, and then, you know, so he had kids. And that wasn't good enough for them. People really are suffering from demons. So you need to watch how you approach. Stop judging people. Get to let them talk or listen. If you don't agree with it, just say like, okay, just leave it alone. You never know what people are going through. And I just feel so bad for Sue. And I'm so sorry, Sue, whatever demons you were fighting. I pray to God that, you know, you are up in heaven and Lord have forgave you for, you know, taking your own life and that you are are back in your dad's life because I remember when your dad was killed while he was in middle school in 05 and I remember them taking you out the class and got out of class and you was just crying and then they found out your dad your dad died and I just hope he's up in heaven comforting you and I'm hopefully I ask everybody my listeners to please pray for Sewell and his family at this difficult time you know you never know what someone's going through that's why I say you need to treat people life is 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 short you can't take life for granted and I feel like that's what people do like it's like people really affect you never know you can be that person to trigger somebody like they might be already going through something and then you might say something just wrong and then you trigger them to just be like f it like you never know that's why i feel like you should take everything with kindness that's why it's like if i don't fuck with somebody like i'm not gonna go back and forth I, it's like i said it's either we gonna scrap we go to we go to either we go throw hands or we just gonna leave it alone you go your way i go my way don't say shit to me don't say shit about me keep my name out your mouth and just keep it moving you do you i do me because I'm really seeing like the society it's like I don't want to be a hypocrite because I see too many people suffering mental health and then and then it's messing with my mental health and I don't want and I'm tired of people stereotype me that I'm crazy I'm this I'm at this point I'm I'm not crazy I mean yes do I have a crazy side yes but I just feel like I, I, I'm I, I'm proud of myself because there's people that's not as strong and I really wish that you know we can all come together as a community and build one another because we need to be strong because there's not so many people that are strong. Like, I'm surprised I'm this strong. I'm surprised I didn't X out a long time ago. And I tried. I, I wanted to so many times. I even tried. I attempted twice to take my life. But my son has saved me. But like I said, not a lot of people don't even care. They don't even care about the kids. They just they want to exit out. Like, And it's it's sad. Like, 
we just need to do better as a community. We need to love each other better. Like we really have to do better as a community to love one another. I mean, I know there's a lot of hate and out there, but my thing is like, if like I said, if you don't like someone or you don't deal with them, because I have a, a quite a few people I don't deal with. Shoot, a lot of my family members. Instead of me talking and you know saying oh f that b or gossiping about them or worried about what they're doing, I just be like okay whatever I don't care. Like you know they're doing what they're doing. I'm not checking for them. Don't they don't say nothing to me. I don't say nothing to them. That's just how it needs to be. But other people you never know. Like if you see something, don't judge them. If you feel like their energy is not good for you, yes, like you just like, you know, take it from afar, but don't judge them. Like try to give them encouragement, but if they don't want to take your advice, then you just have to just step back, but just also give them the kindness from afar. Don't let their negativity that they don't want to change bring you down and cause you, especially like when you got a couple, like a person that's dealing with their own mental health issues but they don't want to change it and they're just bringing your mental health down that's what that's what you shouldn't deal with and I'm I'm speaking that from somebody that I know that that keeps dealing with the same pattern over and over again and I'm just like at this point I'm like I don't want to hear it no more like I don't want to give up on that person I'm like I love you from afar like you but at the end of the day I can't get myself involved I have my own mental health that I have to deal with I have my own son that I have to do with and I want to change for the better I have to work on myself I can't keep work helping you out and you don't want to change you want to keep repeating I want to change I don't want to be the rowdy or angry person that I was in my 20s because my dad and my family just kept doing that shit I'm trying to change I'm not letting people come into my life and get me out of character anymore that's one thing I vowed for 2021 vowed in my my last year my 20s that I'm not gonna let people get me out of character unless it's evolving my son now I did get out of character with my last um segment about his grandma because don't play with me when it comes to my son especially my son like I don't care all bets are off you you, you will see crazy T. I don't care because when it comes to my son if you disrespect my son you put harm to my son anything you disrespect me when it regards my son and that that's what we got to do because I don't play I, I don't play I came a long way from being a 17 year old pregnant girl having him at 18 going from struggles and struggles and struggles to make sure he's good I'm 29 he's 11 now I came a long way and I'm very damn proud of myself that's why I could wake up every day even though when I do have my anxiety I do feel down I do feel depressed I look at my son and be like and I look around the room and I just take a glimpse and I look outside and I just be like I look outside and I just think about where I was and just where I'm at now and I just say thank you thank you thank you and I just be like all right Ooh, I can do this. I can do it another day. Look at my son like I'm doing this for you. That's why I, I, I can be strong. Like, But some people don't have that mindset. You know, I have people that, you know, do have support, you know, that, you know, come to me. But, you know, it's nothing like you have to uplift yourself. But, you know, I do have people that encourage me or that have uh, that are there for me. But you it's still I still have that loneliness it's like that loneliness to me is still there because I guess I'm so drained by giving all my love and all my support to everybody it's just like where was everybody when I needed help I that's why I kept going down for a couple years with like I if I would have just just stopped 
and just thought about myself instead of stopping what I'm doing to help myself and get myself better to help the next person that I love like I, I thought I cared about like my exes friendships and just making sure they're good and then they turn around and fuck me over and just give me a fuck you and then I'm back to square one and it's like I was in the process of getting myself together but I'm that such a kind-hearted person that I will drop what I'm doing to help someone that I love that I care about I did that for Corey for nine years like that I consider him my best friend I did that for this ex Kyrie I did all of that in the meantime while I was also going through a process of bad dealing with constant horrible battles with my family especially my dad it was terrible but instead of me getting the help I was back and forth to therapy therapy but then I stopped because I'm sitting here like oh I need you know I'm gotta take care of my boo I gotta do this I gotta do this oh one of my friends need me I need to be there like I literally stopped me getting myself together quite a few times because I was so worried about making sure that person was was good but when it was my turn when I was down they would they either left me or say some harsh things to me or put lie on my name and I'm just like but I stopped everything what I was doing to help you and to make sure you good and now where you at when I need you that's the fucked up part that is where mental health comes and the depression comes and this is when people just want to give up on life because they feel people don't give two fucks about them they they can we can give dish out you know our love but we can't get the love in return that's when people be like fuck it no one cares about me i'm just gonna out myself and i bet you they'll care about me when i'm gone which is a 99 of the time motherfuckers you don't hear from other efforts in a while but then something happened to you they want to be fake on facebook oh my god you was like this and that like cut the bullshit like on some real shit i even told my friends and my i told my cousin who's my best friend if anything was to happen to me today tomorrow god forbid knock on wood i don't want my family they know about my family i don't want my family coming up in there being fake if there have to be a funeral don't be fake let it be known that me and my dad didn't get along and my dad did waited till death because i've said plenty of times to my father that life is short just be a man be a father talk to your daughter like i don't even want an apology just i want him to acknowledge the hurt and pain that he caused me and then we can move on i'm not asking for much but he can he know his way is just ignoring and hiding it and it's like that's fucked up because life is short you know, I know he sees the news, people getting killed left and right, you know, shit is happening, people getting sick, and you, that doesn't come to mind that you like, damn, I don't have a good relationship with my daughter, I hurt my daughter, let me just try to resolve it, but no, you, his way is ignore him, that's why I don't have respect for him, you know, I'm always willing to open to have that conversation, and I pray, that's why everyone says, instead of being mad at him, which I am, I mean, I can't lie, I'm very, very mad at him, but day by day, I'm working on my anger, at least I think about the the Coleman that was my father back when I was a child who was a wonderful father who I saw loved my mother loved me and my sister but then when he got married to the bitch he decided to switch up on his kids until and then to this day 29 years old you can't face your own daughter like you it's like I feel like he's like he hates like you you don't have you don't show no support you show no love you don't check up on me or your grandson it's like because what you got animosity because you fucked up i was at a point like it was just like it, it was it is what it is i was gonna let shit go but then i let you 
you get my son and then you you still on the nut shit. I'm like, I can't deal with it. But, you know, I keep praying about it. And I hope one day that he's able to man up and be the father that he was supposed to be and just realize he failed me. I already told him he failed me. And I'm going to let it be known. And I'm going to keep letting it be known. You failed me as a father. You hurt me to the point that I fell in love with a man just like you. And he put his hands on me. Now, what is that? That shit is that shit is crazy. And and um, a lot of the times of me wanting to kill myself was because my father and I hate to get emotional, but that's crazy. This is a man that's supposed to be my king, my first king, the one that's supposed to teach me what it is to feel loved by a guy. And I don't know that. And because of that. I fell in love with guys that run game, play games. And then the one guy I fell in love with decided to put his hands on me and mock me and, you know, talk shit about me, say I'm crazy. This is the same man. The one, the same one that put his hands on me is the same one that my father reached out to him and told him I was crazy. Like, so, yeah, I, I do put blame on my dad for that situation. You 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 can't say anything about it. Yeah, he sees he sent a text message, but then in the back of my head was like, he's fighting this case now, and he's using you to call reaching out to him. You, my father, reaching out to him, and you had no business reaching out to him, telling him, "Oh, she's crazy. She needs help. You did this." So now he puts his hands on me. He can. He was trying to use that to his attorney like, oh, her own father thinks she's crazy. So that's an excuse for you to put your hands on me. So my dad, I feel like that hurts me because you're my father. You should have mind your fucking business. And a man put their hands on your daughter because out of all the spite and disrespectful things you did to her. And then this man puts his hand on me. And the only thing you can say is you're sorry. Oh, you're not going to get involved. Oh, now you're not going to get involved because you, but you had no business to call this man in the first place and tell him I'm crazy and stuff like this. My father then called so many people to say I'm mental, I'm ill and all this. What father does that try to destroy his daughter? He kept doing it and doing it and doing it to the point that I did not want to live no more. I wasn't uncomfortable around so many people. Even when I was pregnant, he tried to get everyone to just ditch me and my me and my son. He didn't want no one to help me. He called my son's grandma, chunk talking all this stuff. Like, using shit against me, that stuff that I did when I was a teenager. I'm about to be 30. If you really holding on to that shit, something is really the fuck wrong with you. On some real shit. But I gotta take a quick break. I'll be right back, y'all. Hey, y'all. But I'm back. But I want to say, like, that's sad and, and it's pathetic. People like my father, people like my son's grandmother, people that people in general that just feel like they're better than the next person and they just don't want to take mental health. Like you, we see people happy. Like for instance, um, two years ago we lost some. I lost my childhood friend when we was in elementary school together and he was living his best life going on vacation he was a he, you know working for the philadelphia cop philadelphia cops you know he was all of that and you know the night before i was just watching his story on instagram he was at celebrating pride doing interviews like he was living his best life i'm like okay dante he doing a damn thing and then I wake up in the morning, I heard Dante killed himself. Then I look at the news. They was like, you know, Deputy Dante Austin commits suicide at the death. So it's like, and it's like the last story that I saw of him, he was literally, he was like date night at his favorite wing spot. And it's like, 
you never know what someone's going through. Like, he just went to his favorite wing spot, and then he goes to his job, pulls out a gun, and shoots himself in the head on his desk. Like, that was shocking. I was like, at first, I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. No, I just was looking at Dante's. Like, someone did that and probably made it look like it was a suicide, but... His family did admit that he was suffering and battling some from deep depression. It's like, wow, you would never know because, you know, on social media, he just seems so happy and outgoing. And But then again, you never know. People can be outgoing and all smiles, but inside they are they are just torn apart. They are fighting demons and it, and eventually those demons really come to a head. And it's just sad. That's why I said you got to take. You don't you can't just judge people and just talk reckless because either number one, you're going to get nine out of ten. You're going to get punched in your mouth because I tell people all the time because I have like like a Karen that live across from me and she swears she knows everybody's business here. And I had to tell her, I said, look, you don't know me. I said, whatever you see me coming and going, I don't, I see you coming and going, you go in your door and I can care less what goes on in your house. So just like when I go in my apartment number, my, my apartment and I close my door, don't worry about what the fuck I'm going. Stop going, sitting out on it with them, your little old miserable ass and third. I said, you can talk all that shit what you want, but you're too old. But I said, when it comes to me and my son, cause one thing I don't play about is me and my son. I get up I, I said the one thing you know about me is i'm on my grind i stay on my grind i work i pay my bills i make sure everything's straight that's all you need to know about me i said stop acting like you know about me because i said sweetheart if i have a one-on-one sit down talk to you about who i am trust believe you're gonna regret you're gonna be no because i can get real petty and i can get real disrespectful so i'm gonna be real nice with you and tell you you can run and act like you know everyone else's business accomplished but when it comes to here 30 apartment 32 don't you don't know my business you just see me come and go and you know i have a son and just know i work my ass off and that's all the fuck you need to be talking about don't don't be a caring i had to confront her ass because i did a little event for the kids and she all want to be all newsy recording and i had to cuss her out because you i said you're gonna mind your business do you see me recording or be all up in your business no because that's not me I pay rent just like you pay rent here. I mind my business. I come and I go and I mind my business. I say, if I speak, I speak, I speak. I, if I speak and I don't speak. But what you're not going to do is now I know you're caring. You're going to mind. I said, I'm, I'm going to tell you very nicely and respectfully. Mind your business. When you see me, don't even look my way. I won't look your way. I won't speak to you. Don't speak to me. Keep my name out your mouth to these other little Karens because I'm telling you right now, respectfully, if you want if you want to act like you get to know me, trust and believe, I will happily to let you get to know me. And trust and believe, you don't want to get to know me because that side, you're not going to know me. I will be a really petty, disrespectful person. So I suggest you just, when you see me, keep going. And she definitely does. Because you don't know what people, people, people like to gossip and talk shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm guilty. I used to gossip and talk shit about people all the time. But I'm getting older now. I'm seeing how mental health is really rising right now. And I can't be a hypocrite because I am suffering from mental health. So I just try to keep it like, you know, short and calm. Like I'm quiet. Like I really, I, I talk to people when I'm spoken to, like I'm really observed now. Like I, I have to catch someone's vibe before I speak out, you know, because, you know, you never know a lot. Because nowadays a lot of people like to use shit against you, which I think is corny, but I just really try to keep it on a minimal because you never know what's going on. And and you know what you know something else I want to bring up too 
like just to go off subject because you know also watch out who you bring into your life too that could fuck up your mental health as well and i'm i can say like i'm doing so much better and you know if someone comes in my life and i just my intuition is telling cuz that's the one thing about me that i, I that also um that kind of was messing up with my mental health was basically you know um i was letting people in you know they seemed cool, but then they started switching up and do doing dumb things that was irritating me. But I didn't say anything. And I was just like, you know, I was trying to be nice. Like, you know, let me just do that. And I just let them stay in my life. And they were just draining me instead of me knowing that they irked me. Like, I have to call my girlfriend like, yo, this motherfucker, this motherfucker is this, this and that. Like, get on my fucking nerves. And I could easily just been cut it off instead of complaining. But I just... The niceness in me was like, nah, I don't want to be mean and cut them off. And I had to learn the hard way. Like I said, when I told you about that skinny ass nigga, Andrew, that came here like months ago, had no business. Like I said, he should have, it, it it took like to the breaking point where I, I was about to get him for her. I was about to get him really hurt. But now it's like, now anybody that comes in my life now, like I don't deal with it. Like, you know, I reconnected with my high school sweetheart and you know i was i was feeling it but then it was just like i saw i just was like nah I'm, i just the intuition was like no nah, i'm not dealing with this like you know he still felt like he could talk to me on some type of stuff and then right now with me dealing being a victim of domestic it's like i have triggers so if you talk to me a certain way like i'm just gonna automatically snap like like snap but just be like no we're not doing this you're not gonna talk to me like that like and because you know, that's what you have. I do have triggers. So it's like, we, I said, we're not in high school, bro. We, we older. So I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but I'm a grown ass woman, 29 years old, about to be 30. So I don't know if you think I just went through a whole domestic thing. And he, my, he talked to me like shit. He made me feel like shit towards the end. Like he made me feel like I wasn't good enough. Like to the point where I wanted to change just to make him see me. Oh, hell no. Fuck that shit. I got that. I got my shit right back up. I said, so you're not about to talk to me. I said, we not in high school, young boy. We a grown ass kid. We got kids. Like, the fuck? No. So, and then I had, he had other issues. And I just said, nah, this is not me. So, cut it. Cut it. And I'm I'm learning that. Just cut it. If the vibe is not there or you seeing something you're not like, go with your intuition. Because my intuition been talking for me for a year. And I was not listening to it. And then that got me put in a situation where... Me and this person is beefing really harder. So I'd rather it just instead of us not beefing, because I don't want to have beef with people and get to the point where I'd be like, oh, I can't stand that. It just the sight, the, the they're hearing their name, because at that point, it's like that one person that came in my life after this whole situation, domestic thing. Like every time I hear it, if I hear his name or anything like he, oh, I just scourge up like I really dislike this motherfucker. Like I don't like him. Like if I would see him today, like I would literally like get a bat and be him like that's how bad and I don't want it to get to that point so I just feel like if it's not there I just cut it like I was I was talking to somebody I was talking to somebody you know he seemed cool and everything in the beginning you know he was saying all the right things doing the right things but then I just started peeping some things about him and I'm just like "Mm, I don't know but you know I was trying to give it a chance because he was saying the right things but then I started peeping some more stuff and I'm like you know just the simple fact that it's just like it just felt weird that he just felt like 
he didn't know when he could see me. It felt like he had to pencil me in. He like, you know, always saying he's busy. He this, you know, he got his work, his kids. Then he got his writing career, which I understand. Like, but what's wrong with that situation is he didn't tell me that from the jump. Now, when we first went on our first date, I felt like that's something you should say. I feel like that's the problem with this generation, which I don't fuck with. I feel like this generation, like they just, they see you, but they don't tell you everything. I just feel like, like you don't have to tell them everything, but I just, you need to tell it what it is from the jump. Like niggas just worried about getting the pussy and all that other shit. And then trying to play them. That's the fucked up part. That's, fucking with people mental health because you're fucking with their feelings like stop doing that and that's why i don't have respect for this boy now like he cool but i'm like nah i just i lost respect it's not only with that he was just doing other little nut shit that was getting on my nerves like i just felt like we could have been cool till this day if he just would have told me what it was in the beginning like stop doing all this extra stuff like you know making me feel special saying all the right things knowing that it's like a breath of fresh air after what I do. And you're telling me I deserve this, that, and that, which I know I deserve it. And I still deserve it. But you're doing it. And then all of a sudden you want to switch up. And then you tell me, oh, I'm not ready for this. I'm this. I'm busy. I'm this. I'm that. I'm then, then, then what was the point of you taking me on a date? What was the point of you saying you really rocking with me? I'm here. I'm here. I'm this. You're not here if you're too that too damn busy to see me. And I don't know when I'm going to see you. Like, at the end of the day, I'm going to lose interest. Like, I lose interest quick. And I get turned off quick. So if you're not keeping me thing and it's like, yeah, he was calling me every day or whatever. Then that stop. It's like, boy, like there's no point. You're going to make me lose interest. Um, And I after that whole conversation, when he just switched up, I'm like, why you ain't say this in the beginning? Because I'm very lenient. I'm very understanding. We all are busy. We all trying to live careers. But I just feel like I told him, like, look. You keep saying this, but your actions are not meeting up. I don't care no matter what. If you really rocking with somebody, and no matter how busy you are, you are going to make time for that person you want. And trust and believe, because I was that person, and I did have somebody who who showed me. And that's the reason why I was like, man, you BSing. I don't care. You can hype me up, buy me flowers. like he, And that's what pissed me off. Like He kept throwing that, oh, I, he's like, didn't I, I buy you flowers? Didn't I do this? Don't I text you every morning? That don't shit don't matter, boy. Stop throwing that in my fucking face. It's the simple fact that maybe if you was honest in the beginning, I could have just been like, all right, cool. Like, all right, you busy? Just let me know. Like you, by you not telling me this, I'm all excited, having expectations. And then you just drop a ball so it's either you're hiding and then my intuition was saying he was hiding something he wasn't telling me everything he tried to say something he was hiding which I felt like was the most stupidest thing to hide but I'm like nah that's not it like I don't know if he got a family or something but I'm not sitting here finding out I just feel like you can't play with people's feelings their emotions that's part of mental health just keep it real from the jump like I, he had plenty of times we went on date, we, we talked on the phone. He could have kept it real, like, so many times. He waited until I had said, asked him something to, you know, and all that. And then also that, he he was just on some other stuff. Like, he, every time I say something, he just had to say something to, to just, what is it, to talk back about it, to try to make it seem like it was. And I'm like, yo, dog, and I don't want, I don't like to keep explaining myself to somebody I said what I said. You you said what you said. I'm basically repeating what you said. You said it. Why you have to 
try to make an excuse for it. No, I'm done. Like, you want some weird stuff. Like, you already said you're too busy for me and all this other stuff. And I feel like you should have said that from the beginning because now I'm looking at you crazy. Now I'm like, now now my feelings are being pushed back from you because it's like, you should have said that from the beginning because we could have worked it out. We could have just been like, all right, you're busy, so we just friends. We just kicking it. You know, whenever you get free time, I'll hit you up. That That's where we could have been. But no, he doing all X, Y, and Z. Didn't want to throw, oh, well, don't I do this? I don't give a fuck what you did at the end of the day. You should have been straightforward from the jump. Like, I'm so sick of these people playing with people's feelings. Like, I remember I was talking to a boy and a couple of this this fucking young boy. Like, this is why I don't fuck with people my age. But he was cute and I gave him a chance. But he was on some real nut shit. Like, you, he, he felt like it was it was normal. Like, because I'm like, I don't hear from him every... I, he's like, he I will hear from him, like, every, like, what, once a week or something. And I'm like what 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 do you want like at this point it's like and i'm like look if i don't hear from you like what the fuck how am i he's like what so you're used to someone texting you i'm like if i'm talking to somebody of course i'm used to talking to them every day then what's the point of us fucking talking like i said yeah you want that young boy mentality shit so yeah you blocked i blocked his ass like i'm i'm just blocking motherfuckers left to right but i also am trying to give chances because like i said after so i didn't want to date i didn't want to do nothing i was trying to find myself i'm i'm still healing don't get me wrong i'm still healing but i know i do have that love but to be honest with you that 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 hope for love is kind of getting a little wary for me though because you know it's like you meet somebody they say the right things you get excited like i'm tired of getting excited like you have a vibe with somebody or then they don't feel the same way and then it's just like damn you know then you meet somebody they like that you know they're everything that you want in a man that you see yourself and then here they 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 drop a ball on you and you just like damn like you know i have all this potential you know i don't you know i'm not the type that goes or brags about like i got that that wet ass pussy like you know you know i but at the end of the day like it's sad because i feel like i'm in the wrong generation because you know one thing i do i'm old school i like to cater to my my man i like to you know i did for my exes but like i said i did it to the wrong thing i like to cook i like to make sure they good whatever they like like i would be at the one like if whatever if i knew what they liked i would be at either at the food place or at the store when i knew what they liked like what store they liked or what food they would i would go and grab grab them something to surprise them like that's the type of chick i am i like to make my man happy but shit needs to be mutual like but it's like i have all this potential like not just sex i'm not just sex i i'm a listener i'm a get i'm a i'm a rider like i'm i ride and it's like nobody sees that this it now and it's sad and it's like I kind of lose hope because, you know, I really want to get married. I want to have my second child. But it's like, it's just more and more that I see every day. Like, I, 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 you know, dudes, you know, try to come at me and I try to give them a chance. And they either with the weird shit or, you know, or they just drop a bomb and you just be like, oh, here we go. So it's like right now, like, I'm just done with the disappointments. It's like, you know you meet somebody that's like you feel like it's on your level and then just boom nope they're like nope you just either either friends on you or you'd be like nah they they got somebody else you're not good enough to be their girl but you good enough to this it's just like it's disappointing because i know my worth and i'm getting really tired of just sitting here entertaining motherfuckers but they don't want to they don't see my worth and 
they don't see my potential. They don't see the scars that I'm dealing with and that how how much I fought those scars by myself. It's like I just want that partner that just I could be with that makes me smile, go out with, you just see my scars and just rebuild my love, rebuild my trust, rebuild my happiness, just rebuild me as a person together. Just make me feel like I just want to feel loved. I you know, I never had that feeling of being loved. Like, you know, I just all I dated was toxic men and it's like all I want is that and it's like I have a list and it's like you know you meet somebody that meets that list but then boom something oh they're either taken they this and that or they don't want they don't want what you want and it's like shit is sad and that also fucks up your mental health as well it's like that right there it got me to the point where I just give up on love I just give up on guys I just you know disappointed just sad and I just it's just it's just like damn like my dreams of having my dream wedding or having my second child is just starting to really fade away like and it's sad sometimes I'm not gonna lie sometimes I really go to bed crying because you know I've been through so much and it's like I got all this love to give but I there's these guys out here today or it's just like there's no one to give it to and all the good ones are taken they're all married <laughs> so it's just like that so I just don't know what it is, but it's like, you know, mental health is real out there and we really got to learn to love one another, y'all. Like it's it's serious out here, man, and we got to do better as a community, especially as a black community. We need to stop judging. We need to come together, listen to each other, check on each other more often, like just like, "Hey, how you doing? Like, are you good? You this, you that?" Just, you know, Stop judging people by what they're doing. Stop mocking them what they're doing. Stop throwing shit what they went through in their face. Like, you never know what their what their demons are. And what's sad about me doing this research about was what Sue was doing is one thing I know about. There's a, quite a few different signs of someone that's about to or thinking about committing suicide. So, so apparently when the day we when Sue died... Everyone was just like, oh, you was, we were just talking. You just, we just saw you. You just hit us up. You did this. So it seems like, and because Sue hit me up last week too. So it seems like Sue was hitting everybody up before. And I, and that just indicates he already had it in his mind that he was going to take his life. So he wanted to reach out to people, making it seem like everything was cool. But in his head, when someone decides that they're going to take their life, they're done. It's in their head, they're just hitting up everybody, like making plans, like everything's cool. But in their mind, it's them their way of saying goodbye. Like no one knows it. And that's something he did. And it's like when that did it, like I'm not going to lie. I shed a tear because I'm like, Dad, like you would never expect it from him. But he was really saying his last goodbyes to everybody by reaching out to everybody like like I mean I feel like he was reaching out to because I seen it all through my 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 social media feed that he was just reaching out to everybody like within days before a week and days before he did it so I was like well that is a sign of someone that he made up his mind that right there shows that he made up his mind that he was ending his life because he was reaching out to people think making sure making it to everyone so everyone was okay sidetracked him but in his mind it was like I'm I made up my mind I'm doing this and I'm saying my last goodbyes and that's just that just that just kills me like you don't know what people are going through their demons you don't know what they're doing and this is this is serious this is a topic that really needs to be 
talked about more often. Like, this is not a joke. This is not a game. It's nothing to be made fun of. People are really suffering. People feel alone. People are really fighting demons. Like, me, to this day, I'm still fighting demons. And, you know, I still feel alone. Even though I do have friends or people I can count on, I I still feel alone. Like, the loneliness is just because, you know, I've been there for so many people and nobody has been there for me. So, yeah, I feel alone because it's like... I'm willing to give my 100% to someone who is, who's going through somebody, through something. But as soon as I'm, I need help, there's no one I could call on. And it's, 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 it's messed up. It's just, it's truly messed up. And then, like I said, you have people that want to mock mental health. And I just want to say a big fuck you to them. But also, we I'm trying to do better and pray for them. But like I said, you know, I feel like releasing Tamara Winslow and the Winslow's out of my son's life until he's of age. It was the best thing I did. I know it hurts, it's going to hurt my son, but I can't have nobody mocking mental health. There's no joke, and I don't condone it. She already mocked my mental health. She she told me, go take my meds and do this, and then she showed my son, told my son that I need more help. I need to take more medicine. That's something you don't you don't cross the line. Now you, be, like now, yeah, the bitch really, now I, if I ever saw her, I would punch her in her, her fucking face, because mental health is not nothing what you play with. And then you put my son involved with that, trying to look at his mom all crazy like that. Now you don't cross the line, so I am done and I'm and I'm doing this for the sake of my son and I pray and I pray every night and I tell him like you'll understand when you get older but I'm doing what's best to protect us you our sanity and to block all negativity and toxic because we're trying to grow I'm trying to move down south I'm my I'm trying to build my son's clothing line I'm trying to build my my career and I don't have no time for negativity no toxicness in my life I just want to build and do what I have to do and if that's removing family members friends then that's so be it I had to like I said I'm not even talking to my own grandmother because it's like I can't deal with the negativity of always being a black sheep like when something go wrong like I'm the first one to be blamed and I'm all the way up 45 minutes and I'm just chilling just working and I ain't do nothing but it's it's just getting old and tiring so it I'm my happiness and my peace and my sanity and my mental health comes first and my son and I don't care how much I love you, how much I care for you. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna be there to help me grow or uplift me, then you gotta go. If you're just gonna be negative, then you gotta go. I don't care who you are, family, blood or not. Family, blood doesn't make you family. I have strangers that are more like family to me than my own family. But I just want to wrap this up tonight. But I just really hope that whoever's listening. I hope I can at least put a bug in your ear and help somebody and just know that we got to do better. We shouldn't be seeing all the RIPs and people just taking their lives. People are really fighting demons. Like, please stop judging. Please stop thinking you're better. Nobody's better than the next. We are all living our lives. We all have flaws. We all did some shit. We all got stuff. But this is that's part of life. And but life is so precious that we should just live it to life. Like, you know, we we never know when our time is going to go and we shouldn't be able. We shouldn't question God and take our 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 lives on our own. Like at the end of the day where we were born and we're going to we're eventually going to check out someday. But we shouldn't 
take our own lives. And I know it's hard because, like I said, I I thought about it many times. My dad, like I said, he really pushed me to the edge. I mean, it was an incident. I was so done. Like, I really did try to take my pills and overdose. And luckily, I called my neighbor and told her what I did. And she took me to the hospital and they was able to get the pills out my stomach. But shit gets real by your own blood. Like, my father. Like, that's what's crazy about it. Like, my own father wanted, made me want to not live no more. My own father. My own father. And to this day, has he spoken on it? Has he apologized? Has he said anything? No. His daughter, he pushed his daughter to where she wanted to die. Didn't want to live. Felt like she was nothing because her own father was basically calling her out her names and calling her, calling her bitches, hoes, this. Calling people up saying, oh, she's crazy. She's this. She needs to be 302. Like, no, nigga. No, you need to be 302 and you need to be ashamed of yourself because if something would happen to me, I would have made sure that they would make you a responsible for my death. My blood is on your fucking hands because you pushed me to the edge. But luckily, God was with me. My son was with me, but mostly God. God was on was on my side and was like, nope, we're not going to let him. So you're going to have to face all the karma. That's why he can't face me because he know what he's doing. But you know what? He will reap what he sow. He want to live happiness, but I know it's going to come for him. He don't want to face the reality of what he done. That's fine. I'm going to continue to pray for him, but I also believe that karma will bring its, take its course. Because you can't sit here and do your own blood dirty to the point that your own daughter, you made your push your daughter to want to not live. You made several phone calls to people making lies about me, making me coming from my motherhood, using my mental health against me. And then when I told you I was getting help, you you was calling a therapist and doing dumb shit like that's that's the shit I'm talking about. He's the one with the issues. At least I can admit it. And at least I know I'm getting help for it. And every day I'm fighting and every day I'm getting stronger and I'm proud of myself. But there's people out there that is not as strong that are not doing and we just got to come together and be better so i want to say this is for soul this segment of tea talk is for soul and if you know anybody that's suffering from mental health please 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 talk to them somebody reach out to them show them that you love them show them that they are loved they are cared like i said you can reach out to me on my ig i am t nicole or my facebook tyler t nicole like even if i don't know you you can reach out to me because we are all in this together. We all battle our demons. And you are not alone. If you feel alone, I just want to say you are not alone. You are not alone. You are loved. You are valuable. You are. You are God's precious angels. God did not put you on this earth for something. You are destined for greatness. And don't ever think otherwise. So if you or you know somebody that is suffering from mental health, make them call the hotline. Let them call somebody. And like I said, hit me up directly. And I will listen. I'm here to listen. I'm known... I don't want to, I'm not going to be the judge. I know I've been through it. So that I'm going to wrap this segment up and I hope I, I, I just, you know, somebody heard me and we can do better when it comes to this mental health and treating one another with compassion and, and coming together, checking on people and showing each other that we love each other and we are worth it and just know your worth, just know your worth. So that wraps up the segment of T-Talk, and I will see you on the next segment. Love you guys. Bye.